Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture. You know culture. it wouldn't last long for me to interrupt you. Hold on a minute. What is this? <laughs> go no ahead, one, finish. Go ahead. No one could go have ahead, anticipated oh, no. the interruption. Well, you know. Well, all I was going to say was that I'm one of the hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. And we talk about a lot of crap on here. Yes. Mainly crap. Mainly crap. Mainly crap. But How that's are okay. You? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Surviving the cold weather. It's The weather's crap. I know. It, it's like, you know, East London. We It rained all day. <laughs> I know people are going to love to hear about this. Yeah. They can't wait. They're like, what was it? What did it do yesterday? What is it today? It rained all day yesterday. Cold, wet, blowing, terrible. And then today it was like, well, we'll do a little snow. Nope, it's just going to be rain garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, wet. we're going to fake out. Nah, we're going to rain some more. Yes. Yeah. So, so we're all rained on. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say rained out, but I'm here. We didn't get no, rained out. No. And it's still raining, so it didn't rain out. Yeah. Yeah. But it is raining out. I know. <laughs> What's happening now? <laughs> Chris, oh, what is going on though? Not what? much, not much. Doing the. So, how is your stock portfolio? Oh boy, <laughs> that is a wild story. That is a wild I, story. I don't have all the ups and downs, ins and outs of it, but from what I understand, uh, some rich people are losing some money, and some little guys are happy about it. Yeah, that's fun. And unfortunately, we're not making any more. No, <laughs> I want to make some more money. I know, I know, I know. So we had a. Uh, little bit going on between our last episode and now. Mm-hmm. A few little announcements. Announces. Announces. Like what? Well, I mean, obviously, we've seen a little more footage of, like, Mortal Kombat. Yes. And some of the other movies that are coming out on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one we'll, t- we'll, we'll get deeper in in a little bit. Okay. Um, we, we got the date for the... Schneider cut. Yeah, four hours of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much fun do you think there will be? None. Any? <laughs> it's a Zack Snyder movie. Zero fun. Zero fun. It will be dark. It will be gloomy. It will be stylized. Yeah. You know, to the to the uh, dregs of humanity level. Yeah. It's gonna be dark. Yeah. We know that. So, but uh, um, March eighteenth. March 18th, not that far away? No, not really. A little over a month. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll get that. I, I mean, I, I'm interested to watch it as a as an experiment. <laughs> to look <laughs> like at it that. and go, okay, what? Okay, how? What is? how is this going to go? My only thing is, you know, we've heard there's a Zack Snyder cut. There's a Zack No, he's just filming more crap and adding yeah. to it. Yeah, he's there had years no, to take care of these yeah. problems. It's the revisioned... This is the George Justice Lucas. League. This is the George Lucas Justice League. Yeah, this is the two years later digital edit. Yeah, you know, it seems like yeah, he's he's fibbing with the title a little, but right. whatever. Yeah, uh, I I will watch it. I, I have no excitement for it. No, I have none. I, I don't. I honestly, if it was something that actually was made originally already, yeah, if it was new and it was just you know all the cut footage. Then I might have a little more interest in it, but for the fact that they've spent another what ninety million dollars for this whole movie, for this whole movie, this has never happened before. It's a weird situation. Well, and then now you're getting all these people. Well, let's have this cut. Let's have somebody else. You know, it's like. Well, I am in. I am in favor of these other cuts for things. Just to be clear, 
It's funny because I've been watching all the Alien movies. Right. And there's different cuts of those, and they all have their own merits and their own different reasons to watch. Well, but and the so thing they're is, fun is that they're yeah, there. I, I'm okay with, like, of the additional pre- Filmed. You just mean like edition? adding new footage? It's yeah. Like not a Snyder cut. It's like, no. It's like a whole new movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's and, that, and that's what pe- people are wanting like all this additional stuff and in, in like you know Suicide Squad as if it were already back there. Films more. It's like as, as, if, as if it had to be taken out right. before we could we couldn't get it in. Right. But this is just we added more stuff and we're making it long. Right. Yeah. I mean that's I have no interest in any movie that wants to do that. But it seems like now you're hearing people. Oh, we want this. We want that. It's like, dude, just. I, yeah, I, I'm on both sides of it because I think if I was a fan of that movie, I would be way more excited about the the, the Snyder Cut because it would be, oh hey, there's the, all this new stuff for this movie I already love and it's extra, so it's like, you know, whatever. But I, if you're not a big fan of that movie, as I wasn't, no, there's not much to be excited about. <laughs> no, I mean that's really no. all I could say. No, I already <laughs> made mention of my my distaste on on many things that were done in that, but yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. so we know at least we've, we've got an official date on that, yes. March 18th. I will watch so, it. Uh, had a little other news that uh, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy is on the set of Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. So there's going to be a little uh, crossover between the two movies. Yeah. You kind of so, have to with where it ended up. Right. You oh, no, I, absolutely. But apparently that there's going to be some crossover into the new Guardians movie also from right. Thor. Right. So that's what the be, MCU is. Crossover exactly. city. You use your properties wisely. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always work out well, but Right. You're right. You know, <laughs> it, but you know, it's there. People know it's there. Mm-hmm. That continuity but, is very important as we've decided many times. And apparently DC hasn't figured it out yet. No, they don't have a clue. No. It's 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 literally like you have a model right there. Yeah, the the <laughs> it's, perfect model it's, exists. It's literally, yes. You know, and it was started red light. In my opinion, it was started quite well with the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, so, like you could have easily springboarded off. Of, we could still be in that universe. Oh, absolutely. But we ain't. No, and I mean, if you want to recast, that's fine. You could have recasted, but. Like, keep it that same kind of continuity. Yeah, and and now even Marvel is like, oh, we found a way to get, apparently, even the old movies that aren't in the canon currently into the canon. Right. For fun. It's just for, it's all about fun. Yeah. Marvel understands fun. Yes. DC doesn't understand fun. No, 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 no. That's it. That's all. They tried. And I love your characters, DC. I love them. But, dude. I think they just... uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, they've. I think they've tried to have fun. I think the Aquaman. They were trying to have fun in some of that. Yeah, and then like the an Wonder Woman. Movie. Yeah, and yeah. the Wonder Woman, the newest one. I think they tried to throw a little more fun in it, but it just. It's just a frantic guy uh, with red eyes <laughs> telling people to make a wish the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. No, the first twenty minutes was maybe fun. Right. I don't know. We don't need to talk Maybe. about that. No, we, we just we, did that. We, we've beaten that horse to death. Yeah, we killed it. It was already dead. <laughs> Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. I'm not going to rank into Peter Gabriel. You don't have to. No, no. Uh, we've got some of the cast of the... We finally got some of the casting of the Sandman Netflix Sandman. series. And then uh, we also got the announcement from Neil himself Yes. that two more seasons... I guess seasons. He, he even said, "I guess seasons." Yeah. Of the uh, continuation of the Sandman Audio, audible drama, which 
it, I love one of my favorite things that I've listened to. It was one of the best things that happened last year. All right, it really was. And, and for the most part, the majority of the cast on the Audible book is back, or the Audible drama is back. Right. So, yeah, it's very exciting. That cast was perfect, especially for the format. The voices were great. I I love it. Yeah. And we got through. And the thing that excites me about more seasons is we got through kind of the character setups like the origin story right. sort yeah. well sort of some of it some most the well, stu- quite I, a bit of it right and what i mean is like the, the the stuff that was in season 1 is stuff that i've read 10 times uh, you know oh i, I mean? know yeah so we're going to get into the things now that i've still i've read all the sandman but it's been a while at this point yeah. so there's going to be things that i don't remember don't remember exactly, at all yeah. i'm sure so i'm i'm excited for sort of quote new sandman right even though it's not new no but it'll be very entertaining. But we did, like I said, we not only in the Audible book, but we got some casting of the series yes, on Netflix. The Netflix show. Um, Tom Sturridge. Yes. Uh, is playing Dream. Who Orpheus. I didn't know, but I looked him up. Right. He seems he seems fine. He by by visually looks. He's right. He's right. Uh, he was in a Star series called uh, Sweet Bitter, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a restaurant drama thing. Sure. And then uh, uh, the movie that we will not really get into that <laughs> neither one of us liked at all. Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, Velvet Buzzsaw! What a weird thing. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, visually the guy looks good. You know, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. Just small, smaller parts. Yeah. But visually, the guy looks. He looks like Sandman. Almost perfect. Yep. Uh, we got a uh, the big casting, literally the big casting of Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, she's so good. I'm such a huge fan. Oh, I, I know. I love her so. And she's Lucifer, right? Lucifer. So yes. that's so perfect. Oh, I know. Yes. She. Uh, I'm so excited. For I, her. I know. I'm happy. And then uh, you know, obviously from Game of Thrones and and Phasma. Oh yes. From the Star Wars, uh, of course, new ones. Yes, um, we have another uh, Game of Thrones alumni, Charles Dance. Charles Dance, yes. who I just watched in Alien Three. <laughs> He's very good. Great actor. He's playing uh, Roderick Burgess, the yes. the charlatan, the old man. Yes. So that'll be I perfect for that. He's the perfect he I, I can already tell you he's the perfect actor for that yeah. for that role. I mean just go back in his history. His of, old bitterness. Yeah. I, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um we had uh Vivian uh Archipong. Okay. Hopefully I didn't screw that name up. Yeah. Uh she plays Lucian. Perfect. The librarian okay. from the from the dream. Uh, she her last thing she was in was the uh, New Witches yes show with Anne Hath that was had Anne Hathaway in yes so um, fairly recent something yeah. something halfway um, we got uh, Kanan Abel uh, Sanjin Bashkar but he's been in a, a bunch of other Neil Gaiman yeah stuff he's a gaming uh, guy he's a gaming guy uh, he was in. Um, the last game and thing he was in was Good Omens. Good Omens, right. And then if you've ever seen the movie called Yesterday, right, which was about the guy that... Remembered well, the Beatles songs and no one else did. Yeah, and no one else did, which was a pretty good movie. It was yeah. cute. Um, he he played his dad in that. Okay. So. And then uh, Asim Chandri plays uh, Abel. Right. And he's like a, a British kind of almost sitcom It sounds character. like they're going to go different... 
that's the thing I like about this. That this the TV version is going to be different from the audio version right. and from the comics. Right. They're not going to change it. I don't think too much. No. But Neil has already said the Audible series is like the OG. Right. This is a, an adaptation of the original version. And this is bringing it a little more into, he said, not completely into modern, modern. But the TV but show. like maybe about 10 to 15 years. Later. Later. Yeah, so the TV show will be a modified version of the Sandman. So it won't be the actual, you know, the version that you read in the comic. It'll it'll have the same storylines. Like right. they said, the Corinthians going to be in it. Yes. And, uh, Which you know. we had casting for that. Yeah. So Which, I don't know how much... Uh, who who is playing the Corinthian? Boyd Holbrook. Yes, and I'm excited for this. This is the guy that played. Um, he was in Logan. Yeah, he was he was like one of the main Logan. Yeah, the main bad guys. Pee. Yeah, that's the best line in the movie. <laughs> Anytime anyone mentions Logan, I have to say, yeah. I have to pee. But uh, anyway, he he uh, he was in that, and I think he's going to do a hell of a job. And he's perfect. Corinthian is one of my favorite. Favorite villains in comics he, of all time. He's a great villain all around. Yeah, so. He's got, well, should we say? I won't spoil it for people who don't know. I won't say anything. Never mind. Well, okay. I'll leave that alone. I don't want to give any details. Because some people, I think, will be coming to Sandman for the first time. Right. A lot of people haven't read Sandman or know what it is. He but, has a unique look about him. Yeah. Look. Being <laughs> the key thing there. It's all so, in the eyes. It's all in the eyes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I'm. That's something that I'm really excited. That's something for. to look forward to. We don't have a date for that yet. No, we don't have a date, and uh, they haven't even started actual production, production yet. Yeah. So I know they're doing the casting. It'll be a and, next year and, thing. Oh yeah, easily. But you know, it is Netflix, so a lot of times they roll those things out pretty quick. Yeah. So, but with it being the Sandman, there's a lot of post-production stuff that's going to have to sure. happen. So. Yeah. That's why I'm so happy we have the Audible version because that one kind of lets you imagine it the way you almost you, see you almost have to imagine Sandman. It, like I think it will be very challenging to make Sandman come to life visually the way it needs to. I know that they can do well, it. And, well, the thing is, is with Sandman, you know, as in you know, quote unquote, dream. Yeah. The things go on even when you're looking at it in the page. They're very personal, and you take images out. You know, differently, depending on who's looking at For it. For sure. So, and just like in the Audible book, you know, your imagination is building up mm-hmm. different things that may not actually come to visualize, you know, be visualized in sure. the show. But I think, that, you know, it'll be a tough job, but, you know, Neil's got his hands on it. So, Good Omens was great. Good Omens was fantastic. So... That'll be that'll be definitely a good thing. Yeah, looking forward to that very much, as that is one of my favorite comics of all time. Yes, if not my favorite, it's hard. It's for me. It's always been Sandman and Hellboy. So yeah, we'll see. We will see. Got to throw a little Hellblazer in there. Yes, which he hasn't been cast yet, but he's got to be no. in there. No, he's got to be in there. No, but I am glad in the Audible book. This is you know first there was a little like snafu with the reporting of casting that right. that Taron Edgerton was going to be in the, in, show. in the show but no it's just that he's continuing the role in the audible book that's I mean who knows they haven't cast him yeah, in the they show haven't yet cast they haven't yet. said so right. maybe, so maybe we'll knows. still get him right but when, I don't know yeah that would be kind of neat that would be the somebody to be the connection between both both worlds, worlds. Yeah. yeah so um but I'd also be be fine like if they wanted to keep using the guy from the TV show Constantine. Oh, I'm yeah. He's the, I love he's him. like perfectly cast. It's just that the show is a network show and it's not. They can't really do the Constantine things like they need to be done. No, 
No, Even the movie gets the action and the right. darkness of Constantine more correct than the TV show. Gets. Well, and then they're talking, you know, that's in pre-production of a of another Constantine movie. Yeah, well, they haven't made any kind but of. But I heard Keanu Reeves. Or, I heard Keanu Reeves, but that hasn't been completely confirmed. It's cool though. So that would be interesting. What? So weird though. He shouldn't be. Well, we don't need to get into this old debate, but no. he doesn't need to be Constantine. It doesn't make any sense. No. But whatever. I still like him in the, in the role. But it's not Constantine. But how wild would it be that we literally have four Constantines running around, around. willy nilly? (laughs) Somebody's got to do something about all these Constantines, right? Finally, get one to bring all the universes together. Yes, kind of like some comic book event. Kind of like some comic book event. (laughs) You're right. Um, do how you know we we both not only do we make a podcast but we listen to a ton Tons of podcasts. Of them. Um, one of the ones that I listen to is the uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who you know from playing Lex. Yes. In uh, Smallville, who gets and, hit on the head in every episode. <laughs> in every episode. Plus, ton of comedies. Guy is hilarious if sure. you've ever. Um, if you ever go to a Comic Con or a Wizard World that he's at, he is definitely should be on your short list to see. Sure. Um, anyway, he has a podcast called Inside of You. So, uh-huh. you, <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, right there in itself. Um, he had uh, Katie Sackoff on yeah. this last episode, which you all know from being Bo-Katan on every version that's been out yeah. there. Um, she had a little interesting thing that she thought that she was not going to be playing. She thought somebody else was. She actually thought somebody else was. She said, uh, I heard this. She said she thought it was going to be uh, 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 Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Yeah, since, since basically the, uh, you know, the Black Widow at the end of, you know, Endgame, you know, she is no more. And, right. You know, the from, from the rumors are that it's kind of the Black Widow movie may be just a one shot. Yeah. So that she would take and and be your your live action version, right? And uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh, no, and she was absolutely real, surprised. We got the OG. Yeah, so that, that was kind of interesting, you know, that even these people that have played a character for so long. I mean, look what happened to Ashley Eckstein. Right, she didn't get to do it. Yeah, which is fine. I think Rosario Dawson did great in it. I would have cast Rosario personally. Yeah. I mean, but I'm a big fan. Right. So we'll see what happens. You know, there's other characters that may be crossing over. Let's see what they... Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah, I think Thrawn... There's all these rumors that it's just going to be the guy that played him in Rebels. So... Yeah. We'll see. But I've uh, I've heard like a... Which is a dumb rumor. But uh, I've heard uh, Robert Downey Jr. I don't want that. I don't Nobody want that. Nobody wants that. Actually, he's on the bridge and he's like, "That man's playing Galaga." Yeah, <laughs> he thought we wouldn't know. Um, actually, the person that I wouldn't mind—that's been in other stuff—is getting cast in the Sandman movie. What? Who's that? Charles Dance. Oh yeah, I would love to see him as Thrawn. He's, you know what? You could make him up to be perfect. Yeah, I think you could. Make those he blue has eyes that, red. Yeah, I mean, he has that stare. He has the he, right voice. He has that right voice. He, he has the perfect demeanor. Uh, demeanor. I was going to say something along those lines. He's he he has the perfect um, presence to be yes. thrown. Very quiet. Very and, look down at his nose at you. Uh, yeah, know. like but quiet but intense. Right. He's perfect. He would be. perfect. That would be awesome. <laughs> we, I don't think we'll get that lucky. No, I don't think really we'll get good. that lucky. But they'll do a good job. I mean, let's be honest. This new batch of stuff that's come out 
the Mandalorian things. You know, I think the Star Wars universe is headed in the right direction. I hope so. With with and casting seems to be pretty spot on. Yeah, they got that Disney so, money. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they can get whoever, <laughs> whoever, even dead people. Yeah, bring them on. Really? I mean, how many have we had in the Star Wars A universe? Bunch. Or don't even need the actor; just voice it. Yeah, yeah. Put somebody in a green suit and yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, but uh, anyway, you know, those are some of the things that are coming up. Some of the things exciting we've heard. stuff. I know, I know. Anything in the world of music? Music. The new Stephen Wilson record just came out. I don't know if anyone listening knows Stephen Wilson. He's was the singer for Porcupine Tree, which is one of my all time favorite bands, and he's now a solo artist. And uh, he put out a new record that is like um, it's called Personal. What is it called? Is it called Personal Shopper, or is that the song? No, the the record's called. Wait, what is the record even called? I don't remember. But uh, it's a new Stephen Wilson record. Uh, I'll I'll think of the title later when we're talking about other things. Right. I'll go, oh, by the way. So, But the new record is out, and it's it's different. He's one of those guys, though, that can't be satisfied with like having the same sound on every right. record. So it's, a, it's good and it's bad because you'll listen to one of his albums and go, okay, I finally – you'll listen to it for months and go, I finally understand this. I finally get what he's doing. It's really good, and then the next, and then one, the next record is flips the he has yeah. yeah completely changed his style. Um, he he is he's strange because he used to do a bunch of like um, prog rock and like okay. he started off as sort of like a Pink Floyd slash seventies prog like gotcha. kind of guy, but then he moved like he he started working with all these like death metal guys, uh-huh. and so he got this darker edge mm-hmm. uh, right around the year two thousand. They put out a really good record called In Absentia, and it's like really dark. It's all about serial killers, but it's like it's like a mix of like the darkness with the poppiness. It's it's a great it's a great record, like one of my right. favorite albums of all time, In Absentia. But then he, he goes all over the place, and now for a while he was doing like this crazy like uh, Rush or like almost not quite Dream Theater, but like crazy prog stuff with these musicians that are at this level that's like out of this world and they're they're just showing off like there's a right. flute in one song uh it's just oh, almost an elo yes yeah, sort of yeah. i mean there's definitely an influence there right and uh he's but now he's gone he's reverting to this weird it's this like 70s almost pop um i don't really know how to explain it but it is like current pop fused with 70s pop uh, not quite i don't want to say like disco or anything but it's like right. It, it, you'll hear it and go, oh, it's very 70s. Right. Uh, but it still has modern sensibility, so like I want to really like it, but I, I it's so weird to get past <laughs> this like weird 70s. Right. I don't know. It's very strange. So and um he got um he got Elton John on one song, which really? is which is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. You, you know, he's not you don't think I don't think of Stephen Wilson as like the most popular musician in the world, although he is I mean really popular, but Right. You know, he's not on everyone's list, uh, you know, not on a lot of people's list. So uh, the fact that he got Elton John is a pretty big get, in my opinion, and it's really cool. But but he, I don't think Elton John even – I think he just says words. He, <laughs> he's just kind of a there, spoken on – Yeah, there's yeah. like a track that where he's he's talking about consumerism, I guess, and he's talking – there's a there's a moment like during the bridge where it's just – I believe it's Elton John going like um, collector's edition vinyls. Uh <laughs> Uh, name brand trainers. <laughs> you know, uh, he's just talking about all these crap right. that you could waste your money on, right. whatever. Uh, and the video is a man running around a mall, g- giving pieces of his body for like you know new shoes or something. Right. 
you know, it's pretty uh, beat you over the head with the message. Right. But, I mean, part of me really likes, I like about half the tracks right. on the record really well. They're really good. And then half the tracks are that 70s thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Some of it becomes, because because he is capable of so much complex and layered, very deep kind of uh, production and, and music design is what right. I would call it. He, when he does these simplistic, like there's this, there's like a verse where it's like, and it just like goes on forever. And you're like, that is not his kind of, it's, and it's, right. I, I don't know. It's really, it's not him. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. yeah. He's usually very artsy, but this is very poppy. Gotcha. So it's just jarring is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, I would check out that record just to, just to be like, Oh, that's a thing. So <laughs> I like that. If oh, I can come up with uh, yeah. what the, even the album is called, I still don't remember. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's currently happening in music. There's a gotcha. new Devin Townsend on the way, but that's supposed to be some weird other thing. So right. nothing, nothing else uh, that I'm, hyped about at this moment right musically but just seems like nothing has been i mean musically well nothing has really been the, well we had a we had a little bit last year but yeah I, I don't know of anything big coming out right right now there was a new uh i think taylor swift put out an album but i don't she's not my i <laughs> know uh, not my company i really only know because steven wilson covered one of those right. songs and i was like wait this is really great Oh, it's this Taylor Swift cover? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I like Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I like Stephen no, Wilson. Yeah. But, uh, Anything it, you're looking forward to musically? No, I mean, really not. I haven't, you know, there's nothing been, that's really been out that's really hit, you know, bands I follow. Yeah. Haven't really been doing much. And it really I mean, is just the bands that are in my, you know, the people, the artists in, in my little group. Right. Uh, I have a friend, The Institute 91, who does a synthwave. He just put out a new track that's really, oh, that's awesome. really cool. Um, shout outs to him. He's he's a great guy, and uh, his his music is really good. Um, check that out. It's called Heave. It's all about like uh, going out on the sea. So that's fun. Gotcha. Or at least that's what I understand it, it to be about. <laughs> well, and I read and this is completely using going out on the sea. Sea shanties are a big thing right just, now. I was What's up with say, that? What the hell? What's going on with sea shanties? Are we all turning into pirates soon? Or I don't know. There was a uh, um, an article friend who has been on the show, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, had a thing that uh, talking about um, travel to Mars. That if you couldn't afford it, you could work. Oh right, on, uh, you know, work it you off, work it off on Mars. Uh, on Mars, that sounds insane. And, and it's like, okay, so are we gonna have space sea, space shanties now? We have to have space shanties. I mean, because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have space shanties. So we have Mars indentured servants that'll yeah. be crossing the the great sea of space. Yeah. And we'll have time on our hands to to develop space shanties. Yeah, that's right. And we'll we'll develop space shanties. <laughs> develop them. <laughs> that's really cool. I'm not going to Mars. No. No. Nope, have nope. fun on Mars, I'm guys. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Total Recall. Call me when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, I mean you know, and it's 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 kind of thing that you know there's not a ton going in the in the comic industry right now. I mean, there's you know right now Marvel's biggest thing is who's going to get voted into the X Men? Really voted into the X Men? They have like it's it, a they literally yearbook. have yeah. I mean, they literally have like 
who is going to, you know, it's like Polaris and Banshee and all these other guys that at one time in the past have been in X-Men, but stories have split them off from. So it's like, really? That's our biggest thing? That Chris, who gives a shit? I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying there's nothing. I mean, you know, there's some good independent stuff out there right sure. now, but past that, I mean... There's not a lot that I'm reading. There's really nothing I'm no, reading No, nothing right now. I'm really reading right uh, now. I'm always down for some indie stuff. If anyone wants to send me any recommendations, I would really appreciate yeah, it, Yeah, we, we both love that. Uh, please. That would be very good. Now, the one thing I do, and I, I've said before, I have to get caught up on the Jim Henson ghost stories. Yes. That was the few issues that I have right now, you know, are really entertaining. That's cool yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. Love the art on it. Love the... love. Love the basis that we hear about ghost stories from other countries. Yeah. And just things we don't normally, that aren't, you know, like readily. Things you don't always hear about. You know, in in movies or shows or whatever. Sure. So so that's that's what I'm interested in. For sure. But uh, I guess let's get to our main event. Main event. All right. Chris? Sun, a zebra sunglasses on? Yeah. Yeah. I came here to ask which sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to talk about the new movie, Psycho Goreman. Um, and I, we're going to be going through the plot in detail and, and really spoiling a bunch of stuff. So if you have not seen it, uh, well, let's talk in general at first okay. without, without any spoilers. And then we'll kind of move the conversation into spoiler territory. Okay. And we'll go over the, the plot in, in detail. Just general thoughts, Chris. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was hysterical. Yes. This was Power Rangers meets Toxic Avenger meets Blood and Gore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like... I mean... Yeah, it's like Masters of the Universe <laughs> or Power Rangers meets like... Aqua Teen Hunger Force, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like some weird, like I know, I it really feels I know like who that. You're referencing, on yeah, that one. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that specifically that yeah. character, but yeah. but but even the plot is so right. wild. Um, it, it, the the basic plot is that there's this uh, ancient evil man who that these kids find and can control with this gem. I mean, that's all I'll say before we get into spoilers. Right. Stuff. Um, but I love the name of his planet that he's from. What is it? I forget. Gygax. 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 Yes. <laughs> no D and D reference there. And all. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of reference. I mean, <laughs> oh, there's I a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, it, it is done by the same guy who did the movie The Void, yeah. which was like a cool carpenter style, um, like almost totally different from yeah. what this is. But that's that movie. If you haven't seen The Void, is really worth your time. Yeah. I, it's like the thing meets. Uh, I don't know. It's like the thing, kind of. Right. Uh, really, really great. He's obviously a talented guy who who wrote and directed it. So. Uh, I, I think this one was just him getting with a bunch of buddies, drunk one night, and going, it, "We're making this. Oh, man, man. We're, we're making this. This is, you know, it, we're gonna have fun on this one." And you can tell these people just had. You can really tell the care that they put into right all the design, and then the fact that you get to see so much of the backstory and they don't it's not just exposition but you get to see these i mean these cities and these civilizations (laughs) do they look good no No. does it matter no absolutely not it really doesn't it didn't it didn't hinder my enjoyment at all because the whole thing is like a tongue-in-cheek yeah you know and it's meant to be look how silly this is yeah it's one of those movies that it knows what it is and it plays it It to the high high heavens right of what kind of campy 
they use all this dumb jargon that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. All this dumb fantasy space talk. All these dumb made up names that don't matter. They they're, they're just throwing all this almost more than you need just a, as a joke to me. It seems like because yeah. it's like you know all these dumb details that don't have any context. No, it's just <laughs> jargon. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, so but yeah, in, in general, I would have to give it two thumbs up. It's definitely it's definitely a movie I recommend people watch. Uh, it is a wild ride. <laughs> it's a really good time. Though. It's fun. Uh, it, it's it's fun. It's like it is yeah. technically. Would you call it a horror movie? I guess because of the blood. Yeah, it's got a lot of. I gore. mean, maybe I would. I I have a hard time even calling it a horror movie. Yeah, same. Just a, a gore romp. It's a gore romp. Oh, <laughs> maybe. It is it is fun though. I think that's yeah. the key here yeah. is that this movie is a fun movie. Yeah. Which I don't get a lot of fun movies that that I personally can really get into. Yeah. So it's really cool to have like just like a fun but also still pretty crazy gory experience. <laughs> so uh I guess let's get into the let's get into the plot of okay. what we sort of like talk okay. about yeah. some of these things that happen here. Um so yeah, here's where the spoilers are really going to start. Um after an intense match of their homemade game Crazy Ball, siblings Mimi and Luke discover a strange glowing gem in a hole that Luke has been forced to dig by the domineering Mimi for losing. First Let's, of all, that hole is giant. I, I know. It's like, how long were those kids out there? <laughs> and I mean, the kid, the girl is like, you know, the hole you're going to be buried in. Yeah. <laughs> it's reminding me of Step Brothers. He's like, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, I'm burying you. Yeah. Uh, the, the hole is way too big. It's comically big. Right. And that's your first clue when you're watching, like, wait, this movie is, this is the sensibility that this movie has. Right. Like, we're not really worried about every detail about everything. No. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. People are going to be exploding and stuff. Like, don't, don't worry <laughs> about mean, this hole. Literally, this hole could have been built by an excavator. Yeah, and it probably In the was. same amount of time that the kid did it with a shovel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the dad hurts himself <laughs> yeah. by picking up a shovel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, that night, an alien monster emerges from the hole. The monster enters an old shoe factory and brutally kills a group of thieves hiding out there. That, when he freezes the guy and his eyes are rolling like a slot <laughs> the machine, <whole> time. <laughs> and he's he's like, oh, he's my fine, he's like my greatest creation, yeah. my finest work. He's in eternal torment. Yeah. And he falls over and <laughs> shatters. Thank you. <laughs> the mouth. <laughs> It's little shots like that that yeah. make this movie really Great. good. Yeah. Well, and, and how the guy falls over, the kid just bumps it. Very. Oh funny. damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. The next day, Mimi and Luke follow a trail to the shoe factory, discovering the monster. The monster identifies himself as Archduke of Nightmares, a deadly alien warrior imprisoned on Earth after attempting to destroy the galaxy in a rampage. Uh, he prepares to kill the children only to discover Mimi is in possession of the gem, which allows whoever wielding it to command him. Um, the, the, now, this is uh, this whole scene is really funny. Yeah. This whole situation where he's constantly – it sets up this thing for the next little while in the movie where he's constantly trying to kill them. Right. But they just – they they don't see him as a threat at all. It's and honestly, the whole thing with that reminded me of the Princess Bride. Remember when Wesley is talking about the Dread Pirate Roberts? Right. I will likely kill you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
It's a lot like that. <laughs> it's a similar thing. Yeah. And it's really funny because they're just like using him as this plaything almost. Right. And uh, he's like, I will kill you. Yeah. yeah you should be terrified because <laughs> right. you, once I get you, you will be dead. Yeah. Uh, Mimi, let's see here. Uh, Mimi dubs the alien Psycho Gorman, or PG for short, uh, and quickly gets to work commanding PG around despite Luke's concerns. Uh, meanwhile, a group of aliens called the Planetary Alliance discover PG has escaped at the imprisonment they cast him in. They send Pandora, a noble warrior and member of PG's mortal enemies, the Templars, to stop PG. Pandora assumes the appearance of a human woman and travels to Earth. The scene with those, are they called the Templars? That whole scene, when they're all around that meeting table, and all oh, the alliance, the, the alliance, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. All the puppets and the outfits. I loved the, the robot with the the mountain face guy. That's my favorite one. <laughs> he's like got this dumb like Boxy '60s robot, robot body, yeah. but like he's like a skinless human head almost like skinny brain. though like super skinny though yeah he's like because he's squeezed into this too <laughs> yeah and his, his face is real expressive but he's just like looking around <laughs> i thought that every design was really unique and it, fun right uh they took it they look like things out of like a sci-fi power magazine or, or or power rangers yeah, yeah. but it, to me it really felt like the uh kind of the epitome of that like when you think like 50 sci-fi right uh, Flash Gordon or something like that. Yeah, the but, designs of them reminded me of of like that Flash Gordon esque thing, but the the execution of them were definitely Power, like Power Rangers. Rangers. Right, that's yeah. what we're talking about here. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, uh, it that's what you're in for. It doesn't look uh, well. It's hard to say. I was going to say they don't look good, but they do look good. It it's all, like Goldar esque. Yeah, <laughs> they look good. Like within the context of the movie, they right. they're they're like perfect actually. Yeah. Um. Because this movie is not worried about this has to look perfect, this no. has to be perfect. It, it, it's more like let's just have fun with this. It's not looking for a sense of realism. You know this is ridiculous. Yeah. So let's just have a good time. And the guys sitting around and all the the dumb chatter back and forth, and they're talking about the blue noodles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like save some for the rest of us. Whatever he says. <laughs> oh, and I want to go back. Okay. There's that scene when they're when they first meet Psycho Gorman in the in the mm-hmm. shoe factory. Right. And she gives him that magazine to read. <laughs> and she's like, don't you want to look at those hunky guys or whatever? And he's like, "He's like, I'm not interested in hunky guys. And then he looks down and sees the magazine of this shirt, shirtless man. <laughs> and he goes, oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I was how I rewound it. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. The way he's like, oh, am I? That's very good. It's I funny. was crying laughing. Yeah, it was funny. This movie made me laugh so much. I, it, it really is a comedy, I guess. Isn't yeah, it? I hadn't even considered it that that's way. A, but that's why I said it's more like a gore romp. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a comedy. I w- I was laughing more at this than maybe anything last year at all that I watched. Yeah, even my wife was laughing hard. She <laughs> thought it was hilarious. We, yeah, and it really is like a like an Adult Swim movie. Sort yeah, of, you and, know, yeah, kind of combined. Well, it's so over the top, but it knows it's over the top. That's that's the biggest yeah, thing. It really leads in. So, absolutely. Uh, and I do like the design of what's her name, Athena. Was it Athena? You know, I just read the name. Yeah, uh, Pandora. 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 Uh, she her design was cool, almost mechish. Yeah, she had. She looks like a Gundam. Yeah, kind of. She looks like a Gundam, or yeah. like. A, and, and some of those designs too look like Gen One Transformers. Yeah, which is really cool. Like they managed <laughs> to take that look and and put it, you know, in in this movie that doesn't look. 
what am I trying to say? They translated that quite well for what it is. For the stylized version yes. that it is. Yes. Yeah, they they in translated bright well colors to, and big blocky right. parts. It just looks great. I want to know how they made these costumes. I'm I'm sure just I mean, that would be something we could uh uh talk to Katie about. Yeah, I bet she's got some good insight on it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so so that's very cool. Uh Mimi and Luke introduced their friend Alistair to PG. PG tells the children how he was a slave to the Templars on his home planet, Gygax, until he discovered the gem which bonded with him, giving him endless power and strength. He assembled an army called the Paladins of Obsidian, of course, <laughs> yeah. and overthrew the Templars. Filled with bloodlust, PG vowed to destroy the galaxy until the Templars and Planetary Alliance worked together to steal the gem and banish PG. That whole... See, this is what I was talking about earlier. I didn't expect to see any of that stuff. I yeah. thought it was going to be a voiceover right. or just him explaining this uh, you know, this exposition. But you actually get to see all that stuff. Yeah. I thought that was great. The amount of extras and the amount oh, of yeah. uh, stuff going on in those scenes. And you can tell some of it's CG, but it's like hard to tell what. It, it all looks. It looked pretty damn good. It looks I mean, just for, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it still manages to be – it's like a Saturday morning cartoon, like an 80s come to life. cartoon come yeah. to life. It really – I'm just more and more discovering why I love this movie. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Um, but that scene, yeah, when he gets the power, that was awesome. <laughs> and, and I love that he w- – regarding his design, that he's got this like pink glowing – like veins. It's kinda. like, is that the power of the gem inside him? I'm thinking that is. I mean, the way that it, because if you notice. It wasn't there he, before. Yeah. And when he doesn't have it, it's it's a lot more muted. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, that so that, that whole scene is amazing. And Paladins of Obsidian, <laughs> come on. Um, oh my God, can we talk about the designs of them? They're great. Because we see them later, a little bit later. Yes. Oh my! My favorite was the witch. The witch? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you see her a couple times. Yeah, she was great. I like the uh, the the. It's like a barrel full of heads, or like a washing machine or something with full of heads. Like the designs just are blood insane. Blood full of yeah. Yeah. What was that about? It was just full of heads. Well, and then it's like, okay, what's his power? Oh, he just has blood cannons. Yeah. He, they're just okay. so, they're soaking him in blood. And I'm like, I was screaming, like, what is it even doing to him? It's just getting him wet. It's just an annoyance. It's not hurting him. Yeah. That's hilarious. And then the robot butler. Yes, with that the guy. parent. He's like, I always knew I couldn't trust you. Yeah. Uh, Except for that guy. <laughs> uh, that I, was like one of the best lines. It, there were some good ones. I trusted you. Except for him. Uh, I never trusted I him. I always knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also like the main guy with the crown. He looks like yeah. he reminded me of the, one of the old, um, like princes from Lord of the Rings. Like, when yeah, you, when you, you think can so see too? them, you like know, the ghosts, the ghosts from right, Lord of the, the Rings. ring wraiths. Yeah, when they weren't in the black jar. Exactly right. Yeah, I think maybe it was the crown that did that. But but right. also like the wispy beard and the he does look like a straight up fantasy character. They really blend the sci fi and the fantasy perfectly. A lot of that, um, and then like the uh, White Walkers from Game yes, of Thrones. He kind of has that, too. that look too. Yeah. The, the the design is so fun. I have so many good things to say about it's this like, movie. It's like, you know, a lot of the designs were like, okay, let's take some of our favorite characters in fiction. Let's, you know, kind of morph them. Right, right. And then, or, and then let's take some of the old school stuff and really, like, turn the gore up to 11. Turn it up, crank yeah, it up. Yeah, on, on those. Absolutely. 
when the children leave, PG uses a TV to broadcast a call for help to the paladins of Obsidian. Alistair comes to Mimi and Luke's house for dinner. Mimi, who has a crush on Alistair, is annoyed when she is abandoned by the boys so they can play video games. Mimi summons PG to the house and asks him to make Alistair an affectionate playmate. PG proceeds to mutate <laughs> Alistair into a giant brain creature. With tentacles. With tentacles <laughs> and giant eyes. That felt so Aquatine in Hunger Force to me. Yes, it did. It's just like rolling around. Well, and the fact that like I thought that was going to be like a one-and-done joke. They would, oh, he's turned into this thing, and oh, okay, that yeah. was fun. But he's a character throughout the film. I know. This dumb and puppet. And no one notices, really. The, the, even you see his parents, they don't <laughs> seem to care. <laughs> They're feeding him dinner. It's not a big deal. No. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's very funny. He looked like like a giant version of uh, Krang. Yeah. From, t- I from mean, more or TMNT, less. yeah. I think there's, a, you could say that... Uh, there's a little shared DNA, I think, between the the fun of specifically the comics of TMNT, the it, early ones, yeah, the ridiculousness and the gore, yeah, like look how dumb this is, but it's still somehow badass, yeah. That's that's kind of the same idea here, right? Uh, Mimi and Luke's parents, uh, Susan and Greg, CPG and Mimi introduces him to them, showing how she can control him. Mimi forces PG to accompany the family on activities and become a reluctant friend of, to the family. The parents were great. Really good. <laughs> they were perfect for their characters. Yeah. I mean... Susan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dad is the laziest man. I, I weirdly identified with him pretty well. <laughs> he He's like, I made this family a chicken dinner. And it's like exploded in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. And the mom is doing everything. And right. The only responsible person around is Susan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. And they're they're totally blown away by Psycho Gorman for two seconds. And then, and then he's just like, is, yeah. okay. And, and he's just like standing in a room at night while she sleeps. He's... They they don't seem to care that he's like a murderous creature. Yeah. Okay, cool. We have a new... every other sentence. I will likely kill you. I will. Yeah, yeah. those scenes are. What, what earlier in the movie when when the kids like. Uh, okay, well, what does he say? Like, have a nice day. And he goes, it would be nicer if you were dead. <laughs> so fun. Uh, PG communicates to Luke privately through a nightmare, demanding that he steals the gem from Mimi and return it to him. Promising to spare Luke in his rampage if he does so. Uh, the nightmare sequence was cool. Uh, I like the way that it's—it's uh, it's just like, oh, but this is your nightmare. Don't—they're like not too worried about the details, right? He's like, this is your nightmare, and while we're here, we can talk privately. Uh, and then when when Luke refuses, looks like his bed is just still sitting there, and all these ghouls are around. Yeah, and he's like, well, what now? And and Psycho Gorman's like, well, I guess we just wait for your dream to be over, and it's like <laughs> awkward. <laughs> That sequence kind of reminded me of the way they did like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I've never seen it. You never seen no like any of the Spy Kids stuff uh-uh. where it's you can tell it's really kind of CG around them, but right. they play it off well. Right. So yeah, it was kind of. I like the Nightmare Realm. It's just yeah. like zombies coming out of graves or something. But, but uh, so that that scene was funny. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, so Luke refuses. He's too scared. He's more scared of Mimi than he is of PG, <laughs> which is very funny because right. she is. We haven't really talked about this, no. but she's crazy. She is psycho. She's psycho. She's Gorman the psycho Gorman. Yeah, yeah. Um, one day, while out with PG and the mutated Alistair playing crazy ball, the kids are approached <laughs> by two police officers who attack PG. 
PG mutates one of the police officers into a deformed biocop while the other officer escapes. Um, the the police officer with the gun fused <laughs> to his hand and the and the crazy face again it's yeah. like so Aqua Teen Hunger Force right. or like even like Metal Apocalypse where like somebody gets melted and they stay that way and they're like horrifyingly disfigured right but it's just part of the story now uh, that was uh, a pretty funny scene almost just because of Psycho Gorman's outfit oh my god the cowboy hat yes and the blue shirt and the khakis yes. But it, and, it, and he has those aviators that he's, yeah. like, pulling off for effect when he's <laughs> talking he's to got people. The, got the Joe Biden aviators yes. on. Yes! Oh, uh, that, that is really fun. And the fact that he's just hanging out, he's, like, doing what he's forced to do. He's, like, kind of... And at this point in the movie, it's, like, kind of clear that he's sort of into it, but he doesn't want to admit right. it. yeah. It's he's, kind of one of those things that, oh, this is kind of entertaining, but I'm not going to admit it, and they've, I will likely kill you. They kind of steal it from Terminator. Yeah. Where they kind of train the Terminator to be their friend and protector. Right. They're kind of stealing. And they teach him phrases and things. Frig off. Yeah. The whole frig thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just like Casa La Vista, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the, straight up stolen from Terminator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but it's great. Um, so, uh, okay. In the woods, the paladins of Obsidian arrive in front of the group, believing he will be rescued. Psycho Gorman orders them to kill Mimi and Luke, only for the paladins to reveal that they like life without PG and worked with the Templars to overthrow PG. PG tries to attack them, but Mimi stops him as punishment for commanding the paladins to kill them. <laughs> Mimi forces PG to apologize, and when he does, allows him to fight back. PG kills the paladins, but is injured in the attack. The fight was fun. It was cool. Yeah. It's like... I think maybe if we didn't get the fight aspect to this, it, it, it would have been somewhat of a letdown. Right. Because you, you do have all this this dumb setup of these Power Rangers-style fights. Yeah. And you want to at least see one. Right. And you see some you know crazy violence and gore earlier in the movie, but it's not the same. It's no, this, no. I wanted this big Back fight. Back and forth kind of, yeah. Right, with, with dumb dialogue and crazy fighting. The best one of his kills was the pool. The pool. Hang on. What am I thinking of? The robot guy. Oh, oh, oh! The right. Pool right. of darkness or shadow. Right. And he look. He opens it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He like makes this pool on the ground, and it's like, uh, what is it? Does he? Does he put so, it? What it's is, like a reflective pool. Yeah. And it's like, look into the deep aspect of your soul. Blah 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 blah. blah. Right. Something like that. The and darkness it, within you. Yeah. The darkness within you. Then this giant hand comes out and rips off the guy's face. It was actually cool. Oh yeah. The face just comes off. Yeah. And, and it looks like the from Beetlejuice when uh, she takes her face off in the yeah. closet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that. That was very inventive. Yeah. It was like for a movie with with I assume a small budget like this. Right. When you have ideas like that. I feel like probably a lot of times they get cut out because you can't afford to do them. Yeah. But because they're like, no, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll just we'll figure it out. We'll do it for what we have, what we can do it for. Right. They just put all that stuff in there. Oh, I know. It doesn't. It. it t- I don't know about you, but it, it feels like probably not much was cut out of this movie. No, no. I. I it's like almost like they had a continuous role that they just we're going to keep this. We're going to keep this. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that's good. You know. Yeah. We'll keep that. But it also, I, I didn't think there was anything that didn't work. No. I mean, for the movie, no. Right. I didn't think there was With, anything else. Within, too... the, within the rules of the movie. Which, yeah. there are a few and far between. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that then, was a cool kill, And then though. the death of the witch, that was... <laughs> yeah. I, I've escaped. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, okay. 
Susan and Greg have another argument over Greg's laziness. PG comes to Greg in a vision demanding he collect him and the children from the woods. That scene was hysterical. Oh, I know. That that his face. So so Greg is the dad, and he's right. he's on the toilet, <laughs> and the face appears screaming. Oh, come get me! It's like a what I don't know, I don't know a famous uh, version of that, but I've seen it in other things where like yeah. a, a, a face will appear to someone and scream like "Help me! I need you!" Right. Whatever the thing is, or or some warning. You know, I almost think of like a. Uh, the, the a Christmas Carol or something, yeah, where the head appears and says something to right, Scrooge. like on the knocker, right? Yeah. It's some you know like this dire warning, but it's like <laughs> he's screaming at him on the toilet. And <laughs> he falls off the he toilet. Fall, he falls into the into the bathtub, and he's yeah. like, "Wait, but I don't know where that is." And yeah. then the head comes, comes back, back and screams again. <laughs> and then where am I going again? Wait, and then what? it just like randomly keeps appearing, <laughs> keep directing this guy who has no clue whatsoever of anything oh, where to go. The laziest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, so Greg Greg does so, and they drive back to the house where Pandora is waiting with Susan. Susan suggests that they hand over PG to Pandora with Luke rebelling against Mimi and siding with Susan and Pandora. Well, can we revert back yeah. for a minute? Because Pandora, we didn't know was Pandora. I mean, they didn't know was Right, she was in human was. form. Can we talk about that scene where she becomes a human? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. No. So they she teleports... A like random you. human, yeah, to where she is in front of the the board, uh, whatever those are, the right. alliance, and she puts her in a little box, or she puts her in a box, yeah, and then the box just like collapses and turns into a gore cube, <laughs> and then she eats, or she she, she smears she it all smears over the gore, she smashes the gore cube, and all put, over her face, and puts yeah. it all over herself like war paint, yeah, but then she has somehow absorbed the essence of that woman, yeah, and is uh looking around Earth to try and find Psychogorm. Right. But the, you're right. The way that she... How do they come up with that? Like, that is so cool. And I love <laughs> well, the and gore then it, cube. Yeah, and then she, after she, like, wiped herself with the paint, she kind of almost, like, melted into the person yeah. from her armor. Yeah, and I mean, it's significant size difference between yeah. the armored her and then the becoming human. that human again. Yeah. So... That was just kind of a... I forgot about that moment. That was yeah. really cool. And and that also kind of in the movie showed like what she thought of other people. Right. That's right. She's she supposed really to be this did. noble warrior. Right. Yet she's just massacring people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could have just maybe found a way to copy her or something. But yeah. instead she just devours her basically. Yeah. Which, and we haven't talked about that either. No. Psycho Gorman has this ability where he can... Like unhinge his jaw and like becomes this. He's almost like venom. He can devour you. Yeah, it's the most but noble way, the way to way die. To die. <laughs> he says, "Yeah." Everybody's like, "No!" Everybody's like, "No, no, no!" <laughs> he just like sucks you in like a vacuum, right? Um, so uh, more like a wood chipper. It kind of is more like that. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Greg sides with Mimi and drives away with PG, hiding in the shoe factory. Pandora reveals her true form before transforming Susan into an armored warrior to help take down PG. That scene was cool. Yeah. They make the mom into a warrior. Right. Um, at the shoe factory, PG states the gem is the only way to heal him, which Mimi agrees to give him if he spares her and her family. But Mimi discovers she has lost it. Pandora, Susan, and Luke arrive at the shoe factory with Luke being revealed to have stolen the gem. Mimi and Luke fight over the gem while Susan and Greg battle over their marriage. Luke convinces Mimi that the power of the gem and PG have corrupted her. Uh, yeah. 
So they, yeah, they all meet up at the factory, and it's this prolonged sequence of uh, will will basically will PG get the get the get right. the gem, uh, and uh, this is when does he get the gem? Oh, he doesn't have the gem yet. No, not yet. But so they this decide is after the right. So PG knows he's wounded. And so he says, well, I challenge you to a contest. Basically, you, 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 according to the creed of some other, I don't know what it's called, some creed, yeah. you have to let me choose how we fight, basically. Choose the contest. Right. And so they choose Crazy Ball, which is this dumb made-up game yeah. with all these stupid convoluted rules right. that has played a big part in the movie thus far. Yeah. And uh, so they have to teach, uh, what's your name, Pandora? Yeah. They have to teach Pandora the rules, and if Jay, if she doesn't fully get the rules, right. you know, so should have been paying happened. attention. Yeah. Um, PG challenges Pandora to fight according to Templar's code. Oh, there it is. I could have just read the next yeah. thing, meaning that Mimi <laughs> is allowed to select the battle. She chooses Crazy Ball. Mimi's team wins, but Pandora moves in to attack Mimi and PG. So again, we see that she is not honorable at no, all. She's no. just a war- she's a bloodthirsty, yeah. you know, power hungry warrior. Susan uses her powers to save Mimi, but it's quickly reverted back to human form by an enraged Pandora. I loved Pandora's sword. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, then it like came from the wings she she had. Yeah, on. yeah, it was kind of neat. It was like this cool white. I, I don't know what it's made out of. Obviously, it's some space metal thing. Right. But the blade is this like blue. Is it energy or is it some other? Yeah, blue? no, it was like a blue energy beam, almost like. Reminds me of a Gundam sword. A Gundam sword, and kind of the way. Remember the like electro batons from the Star Wars sequels. Yeah, of course. It kind of reminded me of a little bit of the way that was set up. Right. Yeah, so, it's a cool weapon. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Luke and Mimi reconcile, singing a song with Greg and holding the gem to PG. <laughs> the song was out of nowhere. The movie hasn't had any songs before this. No. The song, she just starts singing the song, Frig Off. <laughs> oh, there is one song earlier. Like a, yeah. There's, because there's a scene when they're, there's like a montage of them just having fun with Psycho oh, Gorman. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing drums. <laughs> They've taught him how to play. It's like the movie doesn't care. No. He's playing drums. Yeah. They're having fun. They're singing this song. Yeah. It's hysterical. Oh, I know. Uh, so, yeah, she sings this song out of nowhere. And uh, it's like this weird inspirational moment. <laughs> I thought I was crying laughing like at that Loving point. family moment. Yeah. Called Frig Off. Frig Off. <laughs> uh, so PG retrieves his power and devours Pandora. Spoilers. Well, P- first the battle. And he, he makes a sword with Pandora's bones and parts of her body. <laughs> that was the part that I was like, I didn't fully really? understand it. How the hell would she even be able to fight all the shit he's Standing pulling out up, of her? Yeah. You know, but, he but, rips a wing off, rips an eye off, pulls something out of her back. Yeah. I'm like, he forms a sword on. of her body. Yeah. Which is, but but the concept is cool. The concept and, and what it looked like was pretty cool. Yeah, like a meat sword. Uh, it reminded me of, um, isn't it Resident Evil? There's a sword or something like that that's got the eye in it. Uh, Soul Calibur has Soul Calibur, Soul yeah. Calibur, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you reminded me of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool looking. Yeah. You're right, uh, and it's it's cool that he uses her own flash against her. Basically, right. Again, this movie has so many neat ideas, and it was like, well, we didn't. It seems like they didn't have to cut any of that stuff out. They just figured <laughs> it out. Um, and there's that scene when she goes, she goes into there's a crucifix like in an office, oh, and she kneels down. 
to to pray. You think she's going to ask for help or for power or right. for uh, strength to continue, but instead she's just asking Jesus which pair of sunglasses to wear. Yeah. <laughs> She picks the zebra one. Yes, of course. She's like, oh, I already knew I was going to wear the zebra yeah. ones. <laughs> well, the, the uh, high five with the dad before the... Yes, <laughs> it shatters his forearm. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, so, he, uh, let's see. He gets the gym, and he states that after witnessing the family's affection for each other, he is now powered by love and will use that love to destroy the galaxy, but promises to spare the family. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, I've learned the power of love as he opens a portal to a downtown and just starts wrecking. <laughs> like Godzilla starts Basically, just yeah. Uh, the family bids farewell to Psycho Goreman and watches as he begins to destroy their town. Meanwhile, Alistair continues to live as a giant brain mutant while the Planetary Alliance debates killing themselves before PG can reach them. <laughs> Why do they have that human gun? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, the whole thing is ridiculous. The right. scene with the kid... The kid at the dinner table <laughs> who is a brain. And and the parents don't even really look up. No. They're just kind of... Uh. Is that what they're implying? Like, they don't even look at this kid? Like, they care so little that they, don't, they didn't notice it he's a brain? It almost sounds like it. <laughs> I thought he would get turned uh, back or yeah, something. But no, no I thought so too, but no. One kid gets straight up murdered when they're downtown and Psycho oh, Gorman yeah. explodes him or something. Yeah. No, it didn't matter. No. No one, no no. one cares. There's no rules. Uh, all in all... A, f- a great time. Oh, uh, dur- during the credits, there's the they have like a song, like a lot of '80s movies. Like it's like a right. rap. They well, there's the, there's like a metal version. Like, but then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's yeah. also like the rap. Like, um, it's kind of like the Ninja Turtles ninja rap, <laughs> or um, the, the, some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies have right. like raps at the end like that. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure a ton of movies did like that. Right. I just can't think of any other ones right off the top of my head. But, yeah, it's like this very 80s-style, like, hip-hop rap uh, with his awesome bass line. I was like, wow, I really like this song. Uh, it was so – and it's so – it, like, gives you the plot of the movie. Yeah. Like, it would have been on the radio at the time, you know, if this was an old movie. Uh, if you had to rate this movie, what would you rate it? What are we What are we rating? What's our system? Just out of 10. Out of 10. Definitely – and and giving it a minimum of an eight and a half. Yeah, but that that rating, and I would agree with that rating probably eight or nine. But that's knowing what it is, right? Right. Don't don't go in thinking that this is some you know cinematic masterpiece. No. This, uh, yeah. Although I think you could argue that in some ways it is because of uh, it, it sort well, of it knows what it is. It's totally I mean, in control of the genre that it's right, in. Right. I I couldn't say that it's like. You know, uh, an art film or something like oh, that. It's, no. it's not well, like I mean, that, and it's not for everyone, I'm sure. And there's a, a ton of movies that I, I would rank above. This of course, with, right, 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 right. You know, but the fun factor is very important. It's I think you could best compare it to like a, like a pop song. It's there might not be that much substance substance to it, but it's they're fun to listen to. They can be so, so catchy, and you can't get them out of your head. Right, and I think there is more to this movie than. Maybe one or two layers deep. It's not the. It doesn't have. No. I'm not. I'm not arguing it's that not this an is. Onion. A, yeah, <laughs> I'm not arguing that this is like some deep metaphorical film or, or something. Or a parfait because everybody loves parfaits. Right. It's not. Yeah. So, I, but it is a lot of fun and very rewatchable. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch it yeah. again. Uh, 
it just it just gets so many things right. This would be considered. I mean, once you can legitimately consider this movie a cult classic, it's already. I think. I mean, it's it's ultimate party movie. Yeah, you could put this on with people and have just a scream. Right, you really would have a good time. Oh yeah, uh, because the details of the plot, a lot of it's nonsense anyway. Right, we're, we're from the planet Gygax, and we that that doesn't mean anything to anyone. It's no. just, you, you don't need that stuff really. The point is, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun to look at. It's very funny. The action is fine. It, it, right. There's, there's no part of it that I felt was like lame. No. Some of it's like janky on purpose. Right. Or or, or, no, or as good as we could get. Right. But it's not. It doesn't fall flat in my some because a lot of these movies that it's kind of uh, inspired by could probably be considered like kind of lame. Right. You know, like these eighties. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like the. I don't know, Wizard of the Lost Kingdom, or like yeah. these these horrible eighties like fantasy movies. Right. Um. Uh. Let's see. Uh, Ator, the Fighting Eagle, or uh, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Those like those weird eighties fantasies, or even Masters of the Universe. Hawk the Slayer. Hawk the Slayer. I. Yeah. You know I love Hawk the Slayer. I know though. I do too. But Hawk the Slayer is like an earnest attempt at like a fun action movie, like right. but fantasy thing. This is like tongue-in-cheek version of that like yeah. it knows it yeah. knows those movies are ridiculous but it loves those movies right and i love those movies so it's almost like the people that are like religious watchers of mystery mystery science, science theater? theater yes made this movie it's like the movie it's like you get the movie and the riffs all within the movie. Right, right. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the guys in front. Right, I don't. Because they're doing that in the in The, the movie's movie making itself. fun of itself for you. Right. You really don't, yeah. you Like, I think if they tried to do a riff tracks of this movie, it wouldn't be as successful because it's already got the jokes. Yeah. The movie's already quite competently funny, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's not the kind of movie where you'd watch and roll your eyes. I mean, I think some people could because they don't get it. Right. And I that's fine, you know. But, well, uh, and, the, and most of the time those people go, are going into that movie like that with different expectations. Right, 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 right. You have to know with this movie what you're getting right. into. Again, when you compare it to other things, uh, this movie is a... <laughs> a joke, really, yeah. but it really is but, a joke. But it knows it's it's a it's, joke you can embrace. <laughs> it's it, you know it, it's the stand up comic. It knows it's joke. It you knows, know. yeah, yeah. So I would say uh, I absolutely can't wait for whatever uh, next comes from from this guy. And I should have I should have looked at his name. Let's see. I I, I we deserve he yeah. deserves to be called out. Um, oh yeah. Let's see here. Uh, it's uh, written and directed by Stephen Kostansky. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, I really look forward to uh, anything else that he can come up with. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed The Void from 2016. That was a great movie as yeah. well. I recommend that. Not a funny movie, but, no. a, but a great like kind of Carpenter-style horror right, film. Right, right, right. Totally different than what this one was. Totally different vibe, but right. but really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to whatever else. Uh, I, I'll buy, And I bought Psycho Gorman, and I will right. buy the next thing. So he's he's got my trust at this point. I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan. Period. It was I a hope fun movie. I look forward to uh, like I, I want like an action figure, please. I would like uh, some posters or shirts. I want some merchandise. I, I would love to see one of those off off you know one off toy companies make a series. Yeah, of- you know what would work perfectly though would be like like because the designs are so like Dollar Tree knockoff toy anyway. You could do cheapo. 
knockoff. Or even like the He-Man Master, the right. original exactly. Masters of the Universe looking guys. Exactly right. That would be perfect for this. Yeah. I hope they. I hope this movie does so well, and I hope that uh, you know we can get some of that kind of stuff because it deserves it in my oh, opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> for me, I'd rate it an eight or a nine, probably yeah. for what it is. For what, yeah, for what it is. Like uh, I said, but I mean, honestly, there are other movies that I would rank this sure above mm-hmm. if we're ranking favorite movies. But to my taste, this is a this is, this awesome. is an eight or nine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. If it's a watch or don't watch, it's definitely a watch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, if you're looking for a fun, and like I said, maybe that's a new genre: gore romp. Gore romp. Gorump, yeah. I mean, like, you know, there's plenty of other movies that do that kind of thing. Like, I just watched, I picked up the 4K Blu-ray for Evil Dead 2. Okay. And I put the movie in, and I was like, I'll just kind of skip through and watch some of my favorite scenes, and we'll, you know, I just want to see how it looks in 4K. I've seen the movie a ton of times. Right. I, I was, I didn't exactly have time to watch it. Uh, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. But that is a gore romp, I would yeah. say. But that that does it's feel more of a horror movie, I was going to say, that has more of, it's... That would almost like a horror, horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. More, it's more straightforward horror, and it's more straightforward comedy. Right. It's like a. Slapstick. I mean, this this really, I wouldn't even. I have a hard time classifying it in horror. Right. I agree. Because there's not that. It's more fantasy than horror. It, yeah. It, like I said, it's 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 more way more comedy than horror. Oh, for sure. You know, so that's why I'm I'm almost putting it in that a new kind of category that it's. Yeah, it's absolutely. very gory. I mean, oh, it's very boy. gory. Yeah, it is. But in a fun way. Yeah. You know, in a comedic, fun way. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, almost, and I know nowhere near a comparison, but like the scene in Deadpool where they jump into, where they all jump out of the oh, plane. right. Everyone's getting killed by stupid things. <laughs> but that's, this is kind of. That's the, very appropriate to Psycho Gorman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right about that. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So. But yeah, uh, I loved it. Uh, I I think it's coming to Blu-ray. I will be buying the Blu-ray as well. Yeah. I have to have that. I hope there's some good some special Some special features. edition or, yeah. or so. uh, slimy tin box. Please. Or... <laughs> yeah, I hope there's something gross with it, yeah. <laughs> or like the gem. It would be cool to have the gem. Or a bleeding TV cover on oh, it. Oh, yeah, the TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, this like TV that. won't stop bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, though. Again, the Aqua Teen reference. Yeah. There's a famous episode of Aqua Teen where they, they get a TV that's haunted, and the yeah. TV's, he's like, he's like, the TV's bleeding again, and he's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the TV, and it's like shooting blood out, and Frylock's like, there's something wrong with the TV. <laughs> that's real good. Oh, yeah. Anything else today, Chris? Well, let's pose a question. What's the question? The biggest battle of them all that we got to oh, see a right. little bit. Okay, we'll end with this. We'll end, yeah, let's end with this. Godzilla versus Kong versus Kong. We've seen a little bit more of the trailer. There's more footage out there now. Uh, I'm hopefully the best parts aren't in the trailer. Oh, but the movie they're looks not. Badass. I'm sure they're not. I mean, in the last Godzilla movie, I King of Monsters, I mm-hmm. thought was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. I you know what? I I I'm ashamed to admit I haven't seen it. I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. I know I'm going to like I, it. I know, you, I know you're going to I'm sure like I'm going to like it. It's yeah. just one of those things where I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, Godzilla, cool. I'll get there. Yeah. I just haven't checked it out yet. But is it on HBO? Uh, I think so. Or I I'll, think so. I will be watching it. I, it's on one of the streaming services. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it's HBO. Yeah. Okay. But um, they've kind of brought a new little wrinkle in with the battle between Godzilla and King Kong. It seems as though the battle at least partially takes place in the ocean. And they're standing on like aircraft carriers. And stuff. Yeah, 
which I, I feel like they would sink, but I, I don't well, know. Well, no, I'll, what I think it is is they're transporting Kong. Okay. And because if you notice, he's got the shackles on. Right, 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 right. And then I think Godzilla is, you know, Comes out approaching. Right. And I love the scene that you've seen. And this is this is no spoiler. It's on the trailer. Yeah. You know, Kong sits there and screams at the water because he sees, he him, sees coming. him in there. Yeah. And Godzilla like comes up and Kong like jumps off the boat just yeah. in time. And then all the poor humans in the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I I have you seen the original Godzilla versus Kong? Yes. Okay. If unless I'm wrong about this. There are two different versions of that movie. In the American version, Godzilla wins. In the Japanese version, Kong, Kong wins. wins. I think I don't think they're going to make that decision in this movie. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be that they team up to fight some other. I, there's been little few Easter eggs of other Titans. Yes, and, in, and uh, the rumor is that that the Godzilla you see in the trailer may be Mecha Godzilla. Right, there's a couple of sh- screenshots that I've seen, and it does not look like the normal Godzilla. Yeah, and if you look, there's another shot on a monitor. There is a Mecha Godzilla behind the guy. Oh, cool! <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's like a digital. Um, remember Real Steel? Oh, of course. You know yeah. how the screens those guys had, uh-huh. where they were controlling the robots, not not Hugh Jackman, but the other guys. Yeah. How it had like the the digital outline? Yeah, that's what it was like behind that. the guy. Okay, and it was a Mechagodzilla. Godzilla. So I haven't seen that. That's cool. But uh, I saw the screenshot of that. So, and, and it's like apparently their battle has lasted eons. Right. I mean, well, you know, it's yeah, not it's the, like uh, yeah. The trailer makes it sound like they're the last of their breeds, and they are continuing this battle that's been going on. Right. For, they're the last one standing on each of right. you know, right? And and the fact that uh, Kong has got an axe that can withstand the nuclear blast, yes, from Godzilla. It's cool they give Kong a weapon. He gives he gets Stormbreaker. Basically, yes. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, yeah. And uh, what are your feelings though uh, on who do you think would would win in this made up fight? I mean. If you're looking at him now, and especially in this one, Kong has gotten bigger, mm-hmm. and he is the same size, just pretty much the same size height-wise as Godzilla. as Godzilla, and the fact that he's got that axe that he can block the... That axe. That axe. Yeah, he could try to block, but I bet Godzilla could still hit him with that. Uh, is it breath? Is it nuclear breath? It's, a, it's radio... Yeah, Radioactive it's radio breath. breath. Whatever. Yeah. But... I mean, in that shot, he holds it with the blade, and you know, you see him coming down with it on him. Yeah. So I think, I I think it's pretty much going to be a draw. And like you said, I think there's another Titan in the works. Team up to fight. Yeah. Somebody else. And they're going to basically kind of Apollo Creed, Rocky Balboa. Sure. You know. Yeah. Go off to their corners respectfully. Yeah. At the end, yeah, Yeah. they're going to just wander off. But the fight in the meantime will be, I think, will be a. It's going to be fun. It's awesome. Well, and I did see some some quick shots of Godzilla in a giant city. Right. Uh, right. So is it Tokyo or what? I'm assuming it's Tokyo. It's very neon, almost Blade Runner esque. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it looked like so. I yeah. So we will have some fun city destruction too. Right. But uh, it was interesting to change the fight to be in the ocean. At least some of it. Yeah. That's a cool idea. 
Now, I did kind of go down a rabbit hole the other night, um, like, rankings of Godzilla movies and which one's the most powerful and, like, the okay. planet, you know, continent killers and, and country killers okay. and planet killers. And, you know, it's funny to, to, like, all the incarnations of Godzilla and, and you know, from, like, the original movies to, like, the second set of movies to... Right. Some of the comic book stuff too. There's tons of versions of Godzilla. Yeah, and I mean, there's as much Godzilla as you can handle out there. There's you know, so much Godzilla. He's got his radioactive breath, and then you know when he absorbs, like there's parts that he has absorbed the life force of Mothra. Yes. he gets his his red spiral cannon. Yes, or you know, basically he goes supernova, you know, and destroys the. Some of the other, you know, and then it's like later on he got a little more agility, you know, yeah. he wasn't just this lumbering beast. Yeah. And he, so it, it's kind of neat to go down that road. What's your hole. preference? What do, you, what do you like in a Godzilla? I honestly, I like the version of this last one. Yeah. He's kind of a of a hybrid of a lot of the other ones you've seen. Uh-huh. He's not nearly as powerful as some of, of the, you know, incarnations. Right. But... You know, he had that supernova power, and, you know, he's able to absorb radiation and, you know, to a degree, but sure. he can do some serious damage. I like when Godzilla is terrifying. I like when Godzilla is scary. Yeah. With the pointy teeth and the evil-looking face. Like, right. I like I like that version of Godzilla a right. lot, but how many movies can you do where it's just like, oh, no, he's attacking again. Right. How do we stop him this time? Right. So it is fun to see Godzilla sort of become the hero. I like when Godzilla is like our defender. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so it is fun that he he's a character that can be both. He can be the, the hero or the villain. Almost. I mean, he technically, you know, could be classified as an anti-hero. Yeah. You know. Just depending on the movie he's in. Right. Uh, I or think the mood. Right. Or the mood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that is an interesting aspect of Godzilla that I think maybe gets overlooked. But it uh, it is always fun when he kind of becomes our protector. Right. That's fun. And I think that's the one real difference between Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. I think Kong is more like, and not to not to make a comparison to this, he's more like the the Logan and Wolverine kind of kind of. He's just worried about himself and his he's like, leave me alone, you know. Yeah. But when push comes to shove. He'll do what he has to do. He'll, he'll do what he he'll has to do. Climb up the to... Empire State Building. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other renditions is like you know, uh, to protect what I have. Right. I'll help you know the enemy of my enemy. Right. Which I think again is how this new movie is gonna yeah play out. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll I'm, be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I know I'm gonna like the most recent guy. I will watch it. Yeah. I yeah, just have definitely have to watch that before I've the been, next episode. I've been binging the alien films. Right. And other things. So yeah. Anyway, Chris, anything else you got to do before we, uh, I want to give a shout out. We actually got a shout out on a church service. <laughs> How weird is that? How weird is that? Uh, Reverend Cassie, uh, Riggs, uh, you have any Christian church here in local gave us a shout out. There you go. Uh, we had a conversation. Uh, the sermon was, Oh, yeah, the exorcist-related sermon. <laughs> I thought that was very fun. That, it was fun. That so clip the, you showed me was the, uh, the very delightful. The power of Christ compels yes. you. Yes, 
You got an Exorcist <laughs> reference in there. You got an Exorcist reference. You're, you're and doing a, it right. And a shout out to us. So shout out to Union Avenue and uh, Reverend Cassie. That was fun. That's great. Thanks so, for the shout out. But uh, guys, debate Kong and Godzilla. We want to know what you think. But we also want some comic recommendations, please. Yes. yes. So send us those. You can send us those at Geek Sinks on Twitter. We are also on Facebook. That's where a lot of the action is happening is right. on the Facebook. We have – it's confusing, but there is a group and there's a page, and you should yes. follow both. Yeah. Because um, we do occasionally put some, some group-specific stuff. Yeah, but also you guys can post things and share stuff to us that maybe we didn't know about right. into the group, which is right. cool. And we have some people that do that, and they're the yes. best. Shout out awesome. to you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. We also have an email, nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com, and we have a Redbubble page. Same deal. Yep, and we are on Instagram. Instagram. So always put the show stuff on there. You know, we we do a little bit of back and forth, but not much. Yeah. But our Facebook group and our Facebook page is where we do the, the majority. That's the most, I think, yeah. yeah. But uh, get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. Give us some detail on on your your thoughts on Kong and Godzilla. And I want to know what you people thought of Psycho Gorman if you watched it. Right. Uh, any, anything to do with that, any of this, send it's, it to me. And if you've got another movie that's in that same vein of Psycho Gorman, give us some recommendations. Yeah, yeah, we would love it. Uh, also, I'm at Dcraft on Twitter, at D-K-R-E-F-F-T. And I am at C-D-Stein-69. So, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks very much for listening. We have a good it. one. Have a good one. All right. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. We'll see you so soon. You don't even know. <laughs> Bye.